Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Ethan, I, uh, all right, here we go. Uh, we're here in my flat once again. It is about to hit midnight. Yeah. It's currently 11.59 on a Saturday night. Yeah. Um, we've been out. We've been out all day. Yeah. Long old day. Um, set off in the morning. Uh, we've been right down the M1. Uh, to East London, and we've been at two shows, uh, an afternoon and an evening at the Resistance Gallery for Pro Wrestling Eve. Yep. You're listening to the podcast, Love the Graps. Yep. Um, not hashtag Love the Graps, I'm, just Love I'm the not, Graps. I'm not feeling the hashtag at the moment, I may later. Okay. All right, you're living in a post-hashtag world. Yeah, we're all living in a post-hashtag world. And you are a post-hashtag girl. And we went to Pro Wrestling Eve today, and it was an all-women's all show. Yeah, Pro Wrestling Eve, uh, an all-women's promotion. That's right. Uh, run by the Reeds. The Reeds. Mr. Uh, and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Reed. They're, they're not actual Reeds. Uh, no, they are like, human people. <laughs> human people. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Emily, um, they, they run uh, XWA as yep. well, um, which uh, we'll be going to see in a few weeks. Uh, but today uh, we were at Pro Wrestling Eve, which is their, as we said, their, their women's promotion. And they put on two shows for us today, Chris. Not just for us, but um, they Main, put on... Mainly for us. Yeah. Uh, mainly for us, but also there were um, well over 100 other people there. Yes. Both in the afternoon and the evening. Yeah, it was very, very tight. Very, very cosy. Yeah. Very snug. Very bijou. Yeah. Um... But a really, really fun show, really. Two, two fun yeah. shows. And, that, and we say that a lot. Yeah. That's because we tend to go to things that appeal like. to our interests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, if people want to start throwing money at us, we'll go to stuff that we won't like. I won't. I really won't. It Even... depends how much money. No. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. We could play that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how much money would it take to get you to a? I mean, if it's to go, if it's go to yeah. a crap wrestling show, it's not going to take that much money for me. It depends how crap. No, but it would just be like no. But I go to work. Well, yeah, it's that. Yeah, and that is money that motivates me yeah. to go. There. And work, work is a pretty crap wrestling show. Yeah, As wrestling shows it's go, one of the worst. My job shows. in a library is a terrible wrestling yeah. show. When you work in financial services for a large building society, um, there isn't a lot of top-notch grapped action going on. Well. Um, yeah. And the security just wouldn't allow it anyway. No, they would not be happy. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we went to, went to a show, Chris. Are you trying to get me back on track? I am, yeah. So what are you doing? Professional yeah. broadcaster. Of course. Um, yeah, we did. Um, we went to two shows. Yeah. Um, one in the afternoon, one later in the day, um, with a short break in between. There was. Um, and we had a great time. Yeah. Um, two women's wrestling cards um, headed up. Um, with multiple main events, two main events on each show. Yep. Um, uh, featuring the top talent from Pro Wrestling Eve, including their champion, Rhea O'Reilly. Oh, really? O'Reilly. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, that might be worse than hashtag love the grabs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, it's fine in the context 
but maybe not at midnight back in my flat, well away from Rhea O'Reilly. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so head, headed up by uh, the likes of, um, as I say, Rhea O'Reilly, the, oh, their, ch- yeah. their champion, and so, like Nixon Yule, um, Shanna, uh, Nina Samuels, but also um, coming in um, all the way from the far, far east, the land of the rising sun, uh, <laughs> Japan. Um, we had uh, a former Pro Wrestling Eve champion yeah. um, in Emi Sakura, yeah. um, who took on Rio O'Reilly um, in a rematch for the title uh, in the evening show. But also um, a Joshi uh, um, legend. Yeah, Mako Satomura. Mako Satomura, yeah. um, who is famous for kicking shit out of people. Yes. She did a lot of that tonight. Yeah, she really did, yeah. Um, she was very good at causing pain in situations where pain didn't need to be caused, but... You mean a wrestling match? Well, no, because the, there were a couple of points where she could have achieved mm. her aim. Yeah, when they were doing a fun, let's all get in and join in and make this a, you know, a six-way suplex spot, Yeah, she didn't need to have a quick dig at the back of someone's thigh with yeah. a swift kick yeah she she kicked uh erin angel just square in the leg <laughs> yeah uh, she didn't need to and um when she broke up that pin she really didn't need to kick emi sakura in the mouth yeah busting something and causing some blood yeah um, but i like that though yeah 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 some real um real realism real yeah uh, but yeah really enjoyed it uh the highlights for me um, were the Mako Satomura matches. Yeah. Um, very good. Uh, also, uh, it's lovely seeing Nixon. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, and those times are running out. Yeah. Um, it will soon be no more that we can see Nixon. Um, but um, one of the first things on our Love the Graps list. Love the Graps. This is the podcast Love the Graps, where we tell you what things made us say ah oh, I love the graps yeah um, um, and where I'd usually throw in a hashtag I'm, saying, I'm not feeling the hashtags tonight no. maybe they'll come back I don't know but the first thing was new people we saw lots of new people today Chris. yeah we did um, and you know not they're not there aren't loads of women's wrestling shows no. around the country um, that focus solely on women's wrestlers and um, for instance, the South Side that do the occasion, they've done a couple now. Yep. I think um, they have sort of a, a heavier focus on bringing in North American talent. Yeah, former WWE, TNA. Former WWE. And they still, even like some of the women that they are using, like very much the very sort of top, most sort of visible women's talents. Your Nixons, your, your Kaylee Rays. Kaylee Ray, um, Viper's been on their show. Lana Austin. Lana Austin. Yeah. So, um, and, and uh, not, nothing against those talents, nope. but they, they are the ones that kind of get highlighted a lot on yeah. on shows, which um, not just women's shows, but also the, the shows that are just your, your standard yeah. shows, and they get sort of put out there as the women's match of the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that there are a lot of top women's wrestlers that we've probably got little idea about as yeah. small-minded 
male wrestling fans. Yeah. I mean, we're not we're we're not small minded male wrestling fans. We're just wrestling fans yeah. who um, don't know everything about everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there were some names on today's card that I had no that I had no previous knowledge of. No. Not seen them before. Not really seen their names pop up on loads of shows down here. Um, and, and some we we heard of. Yeah. Um, and in in one instance, seen in a ring, but yeah. not wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and finally got to see them wrestle. Yep. Um, so the the two that stood out really for me today, um, and you know the one I just mentioned, we we saw her last week. Uh, completely forgot to talk about her on the podcast. Um, yeah. Because well, she didn't appear in any matches. No, no. Um, Martina the Session Moth. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I was surprised. How much I enjoyed it at her this evening. She today. she was she was really really good. Yeah, um, her wrestling was fine, but that's not what brings her to the party. Um, she's not a bad wrestler. No, she's so when called upon, yeah. she can do what she perfectly needs to do. Perfectly capable wrestler. Um, but her character work is is just great. Yeah, top top notch character stuff from yeah. Martina Session Moth. Uh, not really sure what. I could describe her character as um, a an Irish. I, I described her as a scouser because yeah. um, I am allowed, and I'm scousers. allowed to. So I'm allowed to criticize scousers because I've got a lot of scousers in my family, and that makes it okay to say bad things about people. Is that right? I think so. Is that the rule? I think that's how it works. Um, but if you've ever spent time in Liverpool City Centre on a Saturday afternoon, you see a lot of Martina the Session Moths wandering around yeah. with a, a fag hanging out of their mouth in their pyjamas. Um, yeah. And um, that's not to say that they're terrible people. And in fact, Martina the Session Moth seemed like an absolute joy to be around. Yeah. If not, maybe a little bit much. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she, what I think... She wanted to have a great time and she wanted everybody else to have a great time. And she did tonight. She is filthy. Yeah. Um, She's an absolute disgrace. Well, I mean, this week, she, some female fans at ICW, where she appeared last week, accused her of setting women's wrestling back five years. Uh, and the, the antics that she got up to on that particular show um, were too much for the Fight Network in Canada uh, and she had to be edited off the right. ICW show um, so she's officially banned in Canada yes yeah and that's how she was introduced yeah today. Um, but I, I would say that she's she's not setting women's wrestling back five years no she's, she's taking it to new places um, whether we need to go to those places I don't know um, but I certainly enjoyed going there tonight yeah, new, disgusting yeah. Um, places. Um, but yeah, just a really fun character. Yeah. And the matches that she had today... Um, against Jetta. Against Jetta. And uh, Jetta herself is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, been around the block, but not probably in the same way that Martina is. <laughs> the character has, has yeah, been yeah, around yeah. the block. Um, and then uh, Dahlia Black... Yeah, 
um, and TK Cooper, second in uh, Dahlia Black's valet. Uh, Mr. Dahlia Black. Yeah, uh, he came into play there yeah. and got a face full of Martina in a, in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, uh, perfect foils for yes. Martina tonight, both yeah. of those two. Um, yeah, so just, you know, a perfect sort of, uh, you know, and not to, to reduce it, but a perfect comedy act. Yeah. And yeah. a perfect bit of seasoning to, to a wrestling card. Yeah. I think those are important. Yeah, important sort of aspects. If if that's what you want, and that's that is what I want a lot of the time. Yeah, I do want, um, you know, a bit of levity. Yeah, and she, you know, she was great at bringing that tonight. Yeah, and so, yeah, the, the other one that particularly impressed me um, was Sammy Jane, and I've got to admit, and that in the afternoon show, I really was not impressed with Sammy Jane and her partner, Debbie Sharp, the Bay Club. The Bay Club. Um, they, they just, they just seemed like the wrong kind of wrestling for me. Uh, it just really didn't work. And I was saying some, not rude things about them, but some less than encouraging things about them in the gap between the shows. What a turnaround in the evening show though. Yeah. Um, Debbie Sharp, was did some great heel work yeah yeah, uh, yeah. in the evening and sammy jane her match with mako satamura uh she gave as good as she got and she got quite a lot yeah yeah she yeah she was willing to take her lumps from satamura yep. but also she laid it in herself yeah um and it was unexpected um i wasn't as down on the tag match that they had in the afternoon as you were um I wasn't familiar with them at all, in the no. slightest. Um, they're both um, Scottish. Scottish. Um, they're, they're a Scottish team. And they're matching gear, which always yeah. um, I find slightly impressive because it's a bit of commitment yeah. to that particular uh, gimmick. Um, and for women's wrestlers, like you, you've been to... How many wrestling shows have you been to where there's been one women's match? Yeah. And so you're not going to get that opportunity to yeah, tag. Yeah, there isn't all that much opportunity yeah. to do a tag match. Um, yes, I had no idea about them. Um, clearly, part of the reason we had no idea was because they were from Scotland. Yes. Um, probably don't come down south of the border yeah. so much. There was um, that one Scottish guy there who... Um, the, the crowd was, was very severely uh, behind their opponents. So Mako yeah. Satamura uh, was receiving massive cheers yep. uh, against Sammy Jane and uh, Laura Di Matteo uh, was against Debbie Sharp in the evening again Laura Laura's so popular there yep. um, and so everybody was cheering for the, the other girls apart from this one man and he was very <laughs> quietly um, what, trying to do a duelling chant yeah one Scottish man yeah um, bless him yeah I gave him I, I, I did turn to him and give him some credit yes uh, for trying but um, he was, it was in vain. I yeah, felt a little but, bit. But what my point was, I, I thought I've, I wasn't quite as down on them after the tag match. I could, I, I felt like there was some promise there. Um, it, you know, I don't think they had much of a chance to do a lot. Tag matches can be a bit funny sometimes because there's a certain formula doesn't allow you to do a massive amount. Um, and yeah, really impressed in the evening. Really impressed. I would, yeah. I would actually be. Really interested to see Sammy Jane again yeah. um, against um, against another opponent. Hopefully, those two will become regulars in yeah. Eve. They actually Eve did 
um, announced today that they are going to be introducing tag championships yeah. at some point this year. Um, and you, know, you would think the performances those two gave today, yeah. they would be a lock to at least be in the conversation yeah. um, for that. And maybe if we see them again, Debbie Sharp will call you a fuzzy head again. She did call me a fuzzy head um, because I have curly hair. Yeah. An afro. Yeah, I mean, it's not an afro, it's just curly hair, but yeah, she did. But then I told her to fuck off, Debbie. Yeah. Um, because I somehow find the name <laughs> Debbie in 2017 yeah. to be hilarious. And it's not, it's a perfectly normal name, but maybe that's it. It's yeah. too normal a name for a wrestler. It's, it's fine. Debbie Sharp, if you are listening to this, I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> For being called Debbie. For being called Debbie. Yeah. Right, um, so what What else we particularly loved about today, um, yeah. it, it's it's not a new thing, unlike the, you know, the new wrestlers we just mentioned. The Resistance Gallery, Chris. Yep. Uh, yeah, I do love the Resistance Gallery. Um, one of the things that we sort of champion when we've spoken about Fight Club Pro in the past is the atmosphere that that yep. venue creates because it's close, because it's intimate. And... You know, that, uh, the Resistance Gallery is that turned up to 10. Yeah. Um, in the afternoon, we were all sat down. Um, not everyone, but there were a lot of seats. Um, I think they'd sold a few less tickets, so they thought, with a full day, we'll try and squeeze some seats in so that people aren't on their feet all day. Um, it might have been the wrong decision in the yeah. end. Because yeah. um, it, it did... Very cosy. It became a little bit... Well, Jill, once I sat down, it was fine, but yeah. that potentially a little bit uncomfortable for, yeah. for other people. Um, but that being said, there, there is a lot, of, um, a lot of appeal to me in being like up close and personal, right yeah. up against the ring. Yeah. We were, to, this evening in the evening show, we were just that, right up against the ring apron, banging on the ring, um... You know, you you kind of in a close an enclosed space. Yeah. Well, um, wherever you are in the resistance, you're not more than about ten feet away from the ring. No. Um, so I, I just like it, and I, the the thing I particularly like about it is I'm a big fan of the the Japanese indie wrestling. Yeah. And one of the things I like about that is there are venues that lots and lots of groups run. Um, so Basement Monstar, uh, Shinkiba First Ring, Shinjuku Face, um, Blue Field. Uh, these are just small, intimate venues that smaller groups can run, uh, and lots of them do. And the resistance is is now going to be um, when XWA run their next month, which Chris is is going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be the fourth group to to run the venue uh, in recent months. Yep. And I quite like the fact that um, the resistance gallery is becoming this hub for the undergraps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the undergraps is the first time I've used this term on this podcast. Uh, the undergraps is is what I choose to to describe as very small, very intimate, very innovative shows. Um, and Lucha Britannia, uh, the uh, London Lucha League, uh, Pro Wrestling Eve, and the uh, the Intimate series um, coming from XWA very much yeah. fit the undergraps. Yeah. So a small venue that's you know they are bought in, they are supportive of the shows that they're putting on. Clearly, that's where. You know their heart belongs like yeah. they, they they love it and they're letting people try 
weird I mean yeah. today wasn't a weird show but they're trying different things out yeah. um, and that that's exciting to me and appeals to me like the type of wrestling fan I am yeah so vive la resistance that's right um, and you know finally if we're going to sort of round up um, you know what we love today um, we have to kind of talk about the great matches that we saw mm. and how that is a real great sign for um, for the state of women's wrestling yeah um, particularly in the UK obviously we had a couple of very high sort of um, profile imports um, on the show um, with the, the Japanese um, women um, but you know you've got a look at the performances that we saw today particularly from sort of the key names that we mentioned before yeah. particularly from you know Sammy Jane yeah. who, who was we've already sort of raved about as a standout um, uh, Laura Di Matteo oh, who great. is so sort of yeah. young in her career but has got so much potential and you know as the the character she's portraying as a serious you know wrestler right now it, it that almost in itself is different mm. because i think there's a lot where you know there's a lot in women's wrestling where you have to sort of portray a either some sort of heel that can vary there's a yeah. lot of different types of heels that you can play or if you're you're a, a good guy you have to you have to be very likable. Yeah, um, either and, and Laura be, is likable, but in a very likeable, different way. But she also hold, carries herself as somebody who will take her lumps, but she will also lay it in. Yeah, as she's well. she's an ass kicker, not a lass kicker. That's right. Um, so yeah, Laura, um, obviously the champion uh, Rhea O'Reilly, but uh, Shanna, I'm a big fan of, mm. having seen. Um, uh, back at the um, the previous Pro Wrestling Eve show that I went to last year, but also at some other shows around the Midlands. Um, uh, jump in, uh, Nina Samuels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the key to this is is one of the things that has brought the the Britress, um, and I say Britress even when we talk about people like Shanna because they're part of our scene. Um, what has brought that to the the fore? Is, is great wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things which has sometimes held women's wrestling back in the past is that the the matches haven't been as good as the men's matches. Yeah. But I think we are seeing that now is starting to not be the case. Yeah. And certainly the, the main events, uh, the, the, the two singles main events of the evening show tonight and the, the six-woman uh, main event of the afternoon show just they would stand up on any show yeah I'm going to uh, heart back to a conversation I had with a wrestling promoter who will remain nameless um, when I when I started putting together um, the work for the shows that I've promoted mm -hmm. um, Good Wrestling is the company that, that I that we did some shows last year coming back later in this year that's by the by but having conversations and trying to get some advice from another promoter. Um, uh, and it was a man who advised us to make sure that you have a women's match on the card so that you can put a woman on the poster. Yeah. And I think there, there has always been that sort of an attitude where, 
you can go, there's a woman on the poster, preferably for the, from that point of view, an attractive woman. Yeah. And that will sell you a certain amount of tickets. Yeah. And thankfully, I think for a lot of the more progressive promotions, and I think it's those progressive promotions that are sort of heading up the, you know, this sort of wrestling renaissance mm. in Britain, um, that isn't the attitude towards no. women's wrestling. I know, for instance, obviously, I think Progress are one of the sort of leading lights in British wrestling, and they had a very interesting sort of stance towards women's wrestling in that it took them a long time yeah. to put it on their main shows primarily and this is their words yeah um primarily because they wanted it to be right and they wanted to be sure that their audience would um accept it yeah. and in the right way yeah yeah that makes sense because you although it can be titillating yeah. Um, it it should never that should never be why it's there. Yeah. Um, and I think some people forget that. Um, and women's wrestling has been allowed to do that. Um, but thankfully, we're entering a phase, and we've probably been there for a little while. Um, but it's now becoming more more clear uh, that the talent is there, and the matches are there, and people are giving them the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And it's really, I think, exciting for me, the idea that going forward, we're going to hopefully see more and more of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Eve have already announced today that they're doing a weekend of shows in May yeah. and another weekend of shows in November. Now, those are both, you know, there's quite a bit of time between yeah. now and then, but they don't do, you know, average shows. No. Um, and I don't doubt that they will have something special lined up for both of those. Yeah. Um, they already announced that in November they will be doing a tournament. Yeah. Um, the She Won Climax. Yeah. Which is both a terrible and a brilliant name. Yeah. 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 Um, Simultaneously I'm not, terrible and brilliant. Yeah. I, I don't know quite where I'm sitting on it at the minute, but I'm happy to accept it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we've also got there. There's a cut. There's some other women's promotions around the country: Empress Pro, uh, Bellatrix, yeah. um, Southside are running um, some the odd women's show here and there. Um, so you know, women's wrestling is kind of going from strength to strength. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as we are wont to do on this podcast. Um, we do have a section that we like to call... Well, we don't like to call it that, but we have to call it yeah. Not My Graps. Which, Not My Graps. You know, if we're talking about a show that we've been to, and there are some things that don't quite sit right with us, or yeah. some things that we would like to be seen different, um, done differently, or, I mean, not even at the fault of the promoters themselves, but, you know, just, you know, um, the wrestling scene in general. Yeah. I would have liked... To a scene, and this is from the point of view as a straight white male. Um, it would have been nicer to see more women at the show today. Yeah. Um, it felt, you know, standing in queuing outside, it felt like a very, you know, male, male heavy crowd. There were times when 
the chant for the promotion was ringing out. Yeah. Um, like Eve, 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 where there were people and it was like they were doing it in that bass. It sounded like, like Dockers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eve, Eve, Eve. It, yeah. Was, it was weird yeah. to me. And, and you, you mentioned the, the queue outside, that it could almost have been a lineup. Um, someone could have said, can you get a, a, a kind of a heavy set male in their white male in their thirties? Um, could you get a group of weirdos? Yeah. Um, we're all cut from the same cloth and you know, it it may seem a little disingenuous to say, I want to see less people like me at a show. Um, and that doesn't include me. I'm fine. Um, but I do. Uh, I particularly for something like Pro Wrestling Eve, I want to see the kind of crowds that I'm seeing at Progress, that I'm seeing at Attack, that I'm seeing at Fight Club Pro, of the younger sort of teen twenties uh, females yeah. um, who are not dragged there by their other halves. They're there under their own steam because they love the graps too, uh, and they love the graps because it's cool, yeah. um, and that should. That should be exactly what I want to see yeah. at Pro Wrestling Eve. And it's, it, it's no, perhaps no real fault of Pro Wrestling Eve's, but is there something maybe they could do to help? Well, that? yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this and I think that there is, um, there's still a disparity when you talk about a women's promotion versus what it is that has sort of brought about the new boom Mm -hmm. in British wrestling over the past uh, number of years and I think part of that is because British wrestling is perceived as cool and grown up and the promotions that are sort of leading the way on that are your ICWs, are your progresses Um, and now with this sort of second wave um, your fight club pros and they they have something in common Mm -hmm. um, in that they kind of have a very sort of like I say grown up approach to yep. it and uh, in some ways uh, grittier yeah sort yeah. of almost like skewed a bit darker mm-hmm. and not necessarily like um, more violent but uh, there's an intensity to yeah. it um, and I, I think there's there's a way to go with yeah. women's wrestling if they want to sort of catch up with that and I'm not saying for one second that they should you know walk the same path no. that these other promotions are doing and that might not work for women's wrestling but I think that there's something there must be something out there that help that will help these promotions click a bit better yeah with with an audience I think running regularly yep um running storylines yes yeah um we, we mentioned in, in the car on the way home, uh, one of the things that really took progress over the top was the Jimmy Havoc storyline. Yeah. And so that was an investment in that in a character. And yeah. those characters are yeah. important. And similarly with ICW with the Grado storylines. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there, there's, there is an element of... And this is going to sound... This is going to sound really harsh... And I don't want anyone to be insulted by this. Interchangeability sometimes with some yeah. of the, the women's characters. Yeah. And and part of that, and, and they do it on the big shows, they do it in WWE, is 
that when there's a great performance, we all applaud the great performance. Mm -hmm. And whether there's been a good guy and a bad guy, a lot of the time they'll hug and shake hands at the end of it. And I get that we can all appreciate a good performance, but ultimately it is professional wrestling. And part of professional wrestling is telling the story of a good guy versus a bad guy. And I'm saying guy as a, you know, as a catch-all. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to um I don't want to upset anybody at all with that. But, you know, a villain so, you're ver- so cis. A, a villain versus a hero. And you want to see the clash there and you yeah. don't want it to end just with a hug and a handshake because they had a good match. Yeah. Like and I get that you can use that on occasion. But ultimately, the struggle should go on. Yeah. Um, we just want a bit more soap opera, a bit more characters, a bit more storylines, a bit more cool. And Paris and Eve, they, they, their branding is good. Yep. Um, but it's obviously, it's missing a little bit because there were a lot of, a lot of us fellas there. So, yeah. Um, so, the, the, the next point is, 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 is kind of similar. In that, I think one of the the things that is really attractive um, to women is women. Yeah. And Paris and Eve have done a very brave thing. uh, And uh, Emily herself has been very brave to do this. She's put herself in the ring as the ring announcer. Yeah. Um, It was something that only occurred to them to do when they did their rebirth, uh, which was just over a year ago, I think. Um, and it really works. It's a, a female-centered promotion, uh, which its stated aim is to create a movement uh, to empower women and increase the position of women within wrestling. And so they put a woman, uh, a woman, uh, right up front there, and that is really good. Mm. But there's a little bit of an issue there. Yeah, and. Um... I think, and I just want just to your point. They have they put Emily Emily Reed um, front and center there, and I think that is a great choice to make because not only is she a woman, she is actually like I feel like she brings mm-hmm. a real passion yep. to to that. I think one of the sort of obstacles that they have at the moment is that there's still a insist. I don't, I don't know whether it's an insistence or whether um, they feel like it's a safety net, or I'm not sure. Yeah. But Dan Reed also has a microphone. Yeah. And he spends a lot of time, um, spent a lot of time tonight, um, today on the microphone. Back at the show headlined by Manami Toyota last year that I went to, there was a lot of Dan Reed on the microphone. Um, and I think there are times where it not only disrupts the flow, it kind of undermines what they're yeah. looking to sort of say about women's wrestling and I mean the way that sort of politi- I mean and I know they tried to make a point today that they weren't trying to be a political movement but yeah, they are there, there is a, there, yeah, yeah. The, like those sort of decisions are political yeah it can't not be political the, the problem with Dan is he's too good a talker yeah he he's, he's, he's a funny good. yeah he's a funny guy and yeah. he you know he is engaging and the temptation must be uh, on Emily's part maybe to let him talk 
because yeah. why should she do it when when he can do it for her yeah and i don't mean that in a any kind of you know man explaining kind of way um it's just the road yeah he, he more easily travel he he, he he's got a lot of information that he wants to convey yeah um and sometimes the desire to get that information across kind of reduces emily's role yeah um and and i think even more so than that it just the flow of the show particularly more so the afternoon and the evening yeah it felt too loose Mm. i mean we like an informal show we like informal but there were times when it felt like we were in the middle of somebody else's conversation. Yeah, it was almost like a double act where they weren't quite on the same page. Yeah, and and it's this is hard to this is hard to sort of talk about because yeah. though you know they are too. I mean, I don't. I, you know them better than I do. Yeah, no, I only know them a little bit. Yeah, but they they seem like two really lovely oh, people. Are who um, are in a, you know, a very supportive relationship, who are putting together XWA and Eve, they're working together, doing some really interesting things that I find really inspiring. Mm -hmm. So it is quite difficult to talk about it in this way and be sort of critical about them almost as decisions that they've made as people. Yeah, yeah. Um, (coughs) But there are times tonight where you're like... I want to just get on with the show. Yeah. Like, let's just get back to the show instead of you guys joking about. And I don't mind, I don't, like, I love comedy. Yeah. And I love asides and I love the chance for a bit of uh, a diversion from from what the, the focus of the show mm. is. But there were times today when I was like, do you know what? Can we just get on with it? Yeah. You see, I, I love a host. Um, more than a ring announcer, I love a show to be hosted. And I feel that also if you're a promotion with a stated aim, which uh, Proris and Eve are, they want to create this movement, then a host can guide it. But you risk a bit of confusion um, when you've got two hosts. So that would be the way I would do it. Yeah, I don't have my own promotion. So, you know, I'm not making those decisions. Chris does have his own promotion. Let's his idiot brother talk. Yeah, and and actually, some of the criticism that I'm coming up with here yeah. are criticisms that you've had about, of my about brother's, your idiot brother. Of my brother's ring announcing, yeah. um, that it's not focused enough. Yeah. If I was going to... And I don't want to tell anyone, do this and you will fix no. the way you run your shows. I'm really hot on how we stage manage our shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I want everything to run on time. And I there have been times where I have hit the wind this up s- signal um, at my brother when he's doing his ring announcing. But I would have Dan introduce at the beginning. Yeah. Introduce Emily. And then it's Emily's show until yeah. we have a break or it's the end of the show. Yeah, oh, it it would help it become more of of a girl thing. There was a point in the show tonight where Emily Reed was giving quite a lengthy, impassioned. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, I don't want to say speech, but it was she was talking from the heart 
about yeah. the issues that they had um, with some people asking for refunds. Um, you can, I think she, I think they've done some other interviews about this. Um, so have a look on Twitter for for some more info. Um, but they had some issues where people were accusing them of making t- political statements when they should be just a wrestling show. And it was, she was talking very passionately about yeah. this. And I, I find what they do inspiring, and I found that particularly moving what she yeah. was doing. Um, and I would like that to be what they do, yeah. rather than the you know the banter. Yeah, the husband and wife double act. Yeah. Um, but having said that, I mean we we've nitpicked ourselves down an alleyway there. Uh, yeah, we have nitpicked up. And that is nitpicking. But also, it was a pretty major issue for me with the first, yeah. the, uh, particularly the yeah. afternoon show. I don't want to, uh, as uncomfortable as I am sort of yeah. talking about that, I don't want to play down the fact that that did affect my enjoyment of yeah. the afternoon show. But you did enjoy it. But I did enjoy it. And the wrestling was great. I love the atmosphere. Yeah. I just wish that it had zipped along a bit quicker and they'd cut the fat. Yeah. And that, that, that banter was fat. Yeah. And they did it more for the evening show. And I'm sure the more they do these shows, because, you know, as many shows as they've put on XWA and Eve shows before this, this the way this is set up with Emily doing the ring it's, announcing. It's new. It's new. This is and what, number four? Show four, Sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, experience can only improve what they do. Um, and I did love today's show. I'd love the evening show. Yeah. I love seeing, um, Mako Satamura in that environment. If you get a chance to see somebody who's considered, you know, a wrestling legend and I'm not, I'm not massively versed in, um, I'm only recently sort of converted to Japanese wrestling, you know, in terms of like the bigger, in New Japan, I'm, re- I'm recently getting into DDT a lot, um, and I don't know anything pretty much about um, Japanese women's wrestling. Mm. But I did used to watch the wrestling channel, and I do remember that theme um, being a big part of their sort of interstitial um, pieces with the highlight video for Megan yeah. Satomura. Um, and if you get a chance to see somebody like that, in a venue which holds comfortably 120 people, yeah. maybe uncomfortably a few more. <laughs> yeah. um, I really think you should put your money down yeah. and go. I know I'm going to see the XWA show with Kota Ibushi there. I know a lot of people have thumbed their nose at it um, in respect of the ticket price. And I get that. But also, I think it's intriguing yeah. I think that venue is something a little bit special and yeah. I think Kota Ibushi is something a little bit special and I think the idea of that really plays to my sort of um, uh, I don't know, desire to see something a bit weird happen. Yeah, yeah. And we've got to support these things. Yeah. Um, you know, they get out there, they do these things for us. We We love to go out there and watch them and long may it continue. Um, that's this is the fifth time that we've done one of these. Yep. Uh, it's the fifth different promotion. Yep. Uh, so we're getting out there, we're seeing new stuff, and we're enjoying it. Yeah. Um, as I say, 
Uh, Eve have got shows coming up later in the year. So please do, at the very least, follow them on social media and find out what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, they're not in a position in terms of following that the tickets are going to sell out straight away. So I think you can make a decision based on what they announce. But I think whatever they announce, it'll at least be intriguing enough for you to pay attention to it. Yeah. So please do sort of get on your social medias, your Twitter machines. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and check them out. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week. That's the plan. Yeah, with um, a pod about probably our favourite promotion. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, Attack I mean, Pro Wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, definitely my top two favourite promotions. Yeah. Um, yeah, Attack Pro Wrestling. We're going to Bristol. Yeah. Um, so it will be late. Very late. Um, I mean, it's now getting on for quarter to one. Um, it'll be later than that. Yeah. We won't be home by now. No. Um, so that'll be fun. Until then, uh, go on your Twitter and check us out through that with our 140 characters. Yeah. Um, uh, one of our characters is, uh, Alan Boone. He can be found, <laughs> at, um, at Indie Sleeves. Uh, the other character is me, uh, Chris East, um, and I can be found at Muscly Babies. And the podcast as a whole as as a little Twitter um presence. Um and that's at Love the Graps. Um and check out the work in a rest hold boss level um at war underscore podcast. Um also check out all the events that, that um happening under the war pod. Yeah, there's lots going on. Lots going on. Lots of live events coming up. Um, Alan's other podcast, Indie Darlings, has got a live show uh, in May over Super Strong Style um, weekend. Um, I believe Scott's just announced a live pod on WrestleMania Day, but that's in Cardiff and not Orlando. in Orlando. Yeah. Um, Cardiff, uh, Orlando of great britain yes um uh so yeah check all that out drop us um a message or do us a tweet yeah. let us know what you think about our opinions whether they're wrong or yeah. not shout at us shout at us please tell us we're wrong and we're idiots because um that's the only way we'll learn yeah. um until then go to bed <laughs> Night, night.